right? So now they, mm-hmm. they, yes. your phone keeps going on text message, just so you know. But now, um, being at a second, and third shift, you know, they gave me my oven uh, and whatnot. I took it down, so easy. But um, when I went to my court line here, they gave me a charge for assault on that person and conduct disrupts. And they with all the money out of jail because they feel like they have to shut the jail down. Now, they shut the jail down because they feel like it because you have a cert team which is specifically aimed towards responding to disturbances of such nature. So there's no need to shut the jail, jail down. This is an informal policy and procedure that you guys have in place to utilize guys that you have on a payroll who you're paying additionally to work along with the regular amount of guards that you have on the payroll. So the warden here, his name is Ken McCarthy. Uh, He's a very racist, white, redneck individual who has no respect for anybody. Even his uh, employees don't respect him. I was just talking to one of his employees just yesterday. They were telling me how they had gotten in trouble with him. And um, ultimately, the uh, trouble that they had gotten into them with
administration. However, if you ask for even to leave something dealing with medical or to leave something dealing with the kitchen, they'll give you that shit with impunity. Like, uh, uh, uh. They won't even, they won't ask you no questions. Like, nothing whatsoever. Like, right now, my right hand is going numb. My, uh, first, my thumb, and the next three fingers have just went numb, and I ain't been on his phone that long. That's coming from an issue with my shoulder that I received from my second, uh, encounter with the police officer. You know, the, uh, well, no, actually, this encounter with one individual, with, uh, Lieutenant Brozier's. After I fell out of the shower, I think I mentioned this on yesterday's episode. And so what, I'm mentioning it again today, because like somebody said on one of these shows, I think it was my boy, uh, DJ Ghost, my podcast. I could talk about what I want. Film in real life. A real shout out to Ghost. Um, anyway, my, my, my fingers are numb because there's an issue with my neck. Now, I finally got to see the doctor yesterday. And he's going to send me out to the orthopedist so that I can get checked out. And I'm also going to the neurosurgeon to get my back checked out. Nine times out of ten, they're going to tell me the same thing they told me before. You need to get the surgery sooner than later. Now, the reason I haven't gotten the surgery is because the state of New Jersey is playing with my money. They owe me a couple of dollars. They haven't paid me. And um, I need that bread to at least start the payment plans on basic surgery that is less invasive as opposed to them going in and taking out the whole goddamn cadaver bone, I mean, the whole spine and putting the cadaver bone in and fusing it and having me walking around with that stiff, uh, stiff, uh, painting man and look that I really ain't with. Like, I ain't with it, but I might have to get it in because they don't pay me that money. So I'm going to have to give and that's the only surgery that is covered under my insurance unless I could change insurances. I might have to go under somebody I know insurance, and um, maybe they'll be able to get me a better surgery and shit. But anyway, moving right along. So this guy, Lieutenant Brozier's, right, he thought it was okay to drag me into my cell after I had suffered a fall, right? Not only did he drag me into my cell, but he also threw my uh, walker in there with me. So he was aware that I was a handicapped individual who had just suffered which means that I might have injured my, my um, pre-existing injury even more and that I shouldn't be handled in such a manner because I had just screamed out in pain when they tried to move me and we were, there, we were just now trying to figure out the best way to get me in the room because I was talking to Sergeant Sanchez and he was being, you know, listening to what my concerns were as it relates to me getting into the room. So... Wow, I'm talking to the sergeant, and there's two other officers there, Officer Twist and Officer Paul, right, who was working the area. While I'm sitting there, this guy felt so emboldened by, I guess he was mad that Trump had lost the election and his racism could be contained, and he just grabbed me and dragged me in. And now my shoulder is, I believe, separated because Muscle band is so strong, like all day I have a muscle spasm in that area where your shoulder blade would be at, going all the way up my neck. So whenever I hold things or try to write or anything like that, now my hand just goes numb, like then 
30 minutes because I told you I had a pre-existing injury from a ruptured disc that came from down Trenton. When I was down there and the police used excessive force on me down there, that's why the state of New Jersey is paying to begin with. However, now, it don't even take five minutes to my shit's going down. So there's a clear exacerbation and aggravation to my injury. And um, shout out to Dr. Shah finally being able to see me after three weeks of requesting. And um, I'll be able to go to the orthopedist and the neurosurgeon and get some treatment, man. You know what I'm saying? But um, I was talking to my uncle today and shit. He down in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, shout out to him for being solid, man. He's, um, he's going to make sure my father-in-law makes it up here. So, you're going to make sure my father-in-law makes it up there. And um, I was hoping that we could make it, make that happen before, uh, before uh, Thanksgiving, but things couldn't get finalized. Um, so, you know, fuck it. Because I don't really like celebrate the holiday, but I respect other people's rights to celebrate the holiday. And I respect other people's rights to cook that food that they they cook as it relates to these holidays because I enjoy that food that they cook. So I ain't even gonna hold you. Like I would have been making my rounds probably this year. You know what I mean? Hopefully trying to collect weights. Last year I ain't shit. Um, last year it was a bit different. And I know that as a result of my mentality that I'm not gonna sit around and wait for nobody to fall on. People ain't going, like, people different these days, man. You got to understand, like, my man respect Lakewood, man. Shout out to the homie respect mom. Shit. He told me this, like, he said, yo, you got family that you born with, and you got family that you hate, my nigga. And you got to understand that either one of them could be, you know what I'm saying, source of stress and pain, etc. Like, either one of them could be the reason why you, uh, fails to get what it is that you want out of life but so right now I'm in a process of building the family that I want not being subjected to the family that I have so much that source of uh, support somewhat non-existent both sides and you would think that is because a nigga had lost niggas out or whatever like, I haven't done nothing nobody as an adult. I mean, yeah, as, as a child, I did regular shit. I just slipped a couple dollars out of your pocketbook. You feel me? But as an adult, I haven't done anything. Nobody for them to be acting like they act. And I definitely don't have the capacity to kiss your ass about it either. So, you know, I'm going to let people be who they are. And um, hopefully they'll let me be who I am. But my uncle Alvin is a proactive community activist like myself. I actually got that idea from him. And he's going to make sure my father-in-law gets up there. And I'm um, going to be able to uh, take care of his final days. I'm hoping that, um, of course, the situation is handled sooner than later. I wasn't trying to spring for no motherfucking lawyer, but I might have to because this nigga Neil uh, Gillespie is a piece of shit. Him and Carl Keyes, they both are um, inadequate in their representation in the form of lacking communication and lacking diligence as it relates to handling the case that they had. This nigga, I ain't spoke to him since my last court date, which was the second. Although 
they came up. She was on the um, twenty first. I was supposed to the twentieth, and I didn't know that shit was canceled until it got too late in the day. You know I mean? Like that's unprofessionalism when you cancel your client's court date due to attorney not being available. Yet got motherfucking investigators and social workers reaching out signed releases. The same releases of problems about my court date again that hasn't gotten released to be in a timely fashion, then we wouldn't be having this problem with people in court. And had you checked your email to see that you have affidavits that basically neutralize the case, you would have been in a position to get me out of the motherfucker had you did that. But you ain't on your job, which is the case with a lot of fucking public defenders, public pretenders, like, and it's sad that, like, we have to deal with this shit, especially when a lot of times you already get overcharged by the prosecutor. They want to overcharge you with, you know, a bunch of shit that they hope will stick once you start filtering through it all, because they overcharge you so that way we actually admit to the crime that you that they may have evidence to convict you on, they're getting a solid conviction. They're not giving you no deal. Like, they're just throwing away the extra shit that shouldn't be on. If you were originally charged with crimes that they should charge you with, or that the evidence may support potentially, then you would be in a position to negotiate something lower, which would be a better sense for you. That's something that needs to be addressed. The, the actual overcharging power of the And also, what else we just is the lack of diligence and competence that is afforded the cases that these public defenders are handling. Like, they shouldn't be so overbooked that they can't handle their cases. They shouldn't be so underfunded that they can't adequately represent young men when they need young men and women, when they need investigators to go out, they need uh, expert witnesses to, you know, be on a, on a stand for them and give expert testimony as to how they couldn't have done what they could be doing. A lot of times, these are the reasons why people don't go to trial. You have 60 seconds remaining. Their request for such is denied. But um, I just wanted to share this with y'all, because you know a nigga be having shit on his mind. And medication don't work too much. I'm hallucinating and having all kinds of weird thoughts about putting my hands and my feet on something. But, you know, hopefully we get to that. But y'all know the shit, man. Keep it locked in. It's your boy. Say, listen, this is in real life podcast. As you know, we report live from this cow. You have 30 seconds remaining. Warren County community motherfucker. A Warren County correction is a lot.
my king on your block. Shot, killed everybody on your block. Took possession of everything on your block. I would go to jail for the rest of my life. They probably would execute me. Unless I'm white, I guess. And there would be some uh, form of defense made up for me. They'll probably call it Thanksgiving. What you talking about? Like, that shit is sad. It's just like, just like celebrating Columbus Day. Christopher Columbus, he did not, he did not discover shit. Feel me? He ain't discover a motherfucking thing, but that's what they teaching our kids in these schools. Native Americans were like slaves and brutalized, killed by these motherfuckers. They came over after they, they, this is what they did. They slept walk them, right? They slept walk them. They learned all their traditions, all their tricks and shit. Like they say, know your enemy. And all their motherfucking tactics, and then they began to kill them. That's why you got the cowboys and the Indians as a, such a, 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 you know, heavy scene back in the day when it came to movies and books and shit. Because they was trying to survive and protect their land from these invaders, these foreigners who they broke bread with and then turned around and started killing them and poisoning them with these plagues and shit that they had brought with them. These white folks is the motherfuckers that carry these plagues, man. That's who brought them plagues from all the different countries. Like, they have all that shit going on over here. Smallpox and all that shit. And swine flu and all that, all that extra shit came from wherever it came from. But over here, it, it wasn't existing until people brought that shit here. That's what happens when you got migration. People come with illnesses and sicknesses that you're not equipped to deal with. And then once it interacts and mixes with different DNA, you have coronavirus 19 and shit. How the fuck we get to COVID 19? What happened to 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13? What happened to all of them? When I heard initially that we was at COVID 19, I said, yo, what happened to the rest of the 18, my nigga? Because I never heard of this shit. And then I, I saw a part, I mean, I saw a program on Netflix that is called Understanding the Coronavirus and they says the coronavirus is a form of SARS that jumps into the animals, right? And then once the animal is eaten by the man because it's not fully cooked, such as a lot of the cuisines and traditions of some of these foreign countries like China, Asia, they like to eat a lot of raw shit. So when a bacteria or the virus is in those animals, and then it's consumed by human beings, it then begins to mix with our DNA and turn into something totally different. And now you got COVID-19. But I still want to know what happened to the rest of the 18. Because, first of all, when you talk about numbers and shit, that means you was trying this shit 18 times in my mind to get it right. Because that's how you could effectuate population control, right? If you want to kill off the old people who you know uh, immune system is already weak, you introduce a virus that will attack the immune system and the respiratory in such a manner that those who have weakened immune systems, such as babies, such as the elderly, such as the already sick, right? Those are the people that succumb to this virus the most. So to effectuate population control, 
That's exactly how they would do it. That's exactly how they could do it. And if somebody was very diabolical, like, I don't know, Bill Gates, somebody that's been involved in this shit since the jump, wanted to effectuate that kind of change by way of this virus and also force us into an evolution of, force evolution from paper to digital, then you could get all that done in one, one coronavirus. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I'm just talking. And it's your boy to say less. This is 